Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, we mentioned BetMGM just ticked up to eight with the Eagles laying it at home. You can check out those numbers and more. The newly reconfigured BetMGM app, it's the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app right now. If you're in Vegas, stop by any MGM property. Bring your state-issued ID. you got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue as we welcome you back. Again, hope to start your weekends nice. Remember... You're going to be busy today. You're going to be busy tomorrow. Got a doubleheader today, doubleheader tomorrow. Divisional round football doesn't get any better than that. Let's go, Michael Lombardi. Of course, this is the Lombardi line on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Let's go with your power rankings. And, you know, it's it's funny. We talked about the Chiefs. I'm sure not in Kansas City. They're not under the radar. But nationally, for a team that's been so great, feels they're under the radar, not your power rankings. You've got them one ahead of two San Francisco. Well, I mean, look, they have the best quarterback in all of football. And, you know, for everything that happens during a game, there's certain things that you can't predict are going to happen during a game. And those are the plays that that put the Chiefs over the top. The the Go back to the Tennessee game, right? You know, they're, they're sitting there and Tennessee's playing great defense. He takes off and runs for 40 yards, gets the first down, and then he runs it in for the touchdown and gets the game into overtime. I mean, they're just there's certain plays against the Raiders that he's got the ball eight times in the red zone in two games, and he gets eight touchdowns. I mean, it's just to me, you you can't argue with that. I mean, everything he does is situational, and he plays at a high level in that situation. The number two team in the league in third down offense, the number two team in the league in red zone offense. You know, one of the the best scoring team in the league. Right, the best yards team in the league. I mean, everything he kind of does. And then what, what's added a little dimension to this team this year, minus Tyreek Hill, is the fact that they actually have a really good run game. Now, they're 25th in the league in attempting the runs. They don't run it a lot. But they're 8th in the league in yards per attempt. And Pacheco, this kid from Rutgers, this 7th-round pick, has really proven out to be a better runner than Edwards Hilaire. He runs with incredible power and toughness. You know, and he's able to, I mean, gain 830 yards this year for them. Not bad. You know, you get a guy in the seventh round who averages almost five yards a carry. Now, the key is he's fumbled five times, right? I mean, he's fumbled, excuse me, four times. So you, you got to be careful there when he's got the ball in his hands. And the same thing with Mahomes. He has a tendency to fumble. He's fumbled five times this year. But 
I think this chief offense can play right or left-handed. And defensively, you have to understand that all he's looking to do, and I'm talking about he is Steve Spagnola, he's trying to create one negative play a drive. So if you have 11 or 12 drives, in that drive, he's trying to create a negative play with a blitz, with a, with a pressure. And a negative is getting you into second and 15, getting you into third and 20, those kind of things. And with Chris Jones playing at an elite level, it's hard to block him inside. Now Clark's got the groin injury. He's going to come back. I don't know if he'll play today. But the pressure that he brings, if they hold up out of corner, they're hard to play. Yeah, and you mentioned that Chiefs offense, the most prolific in the NFL this year. They led the NFL in scoring at 29.3 points per. The Chiefs are favored in their 14th straight playoff game. That's the longest streak in the Super Bowl era. How about this for Mahomes in December? He's 19-3 and at home in December straight up. His three losses have come to Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, and Phillip Rivers. So Mahomes has been awesome in December at home there at Arrowhead. Even if they're not covering, he's winning football, and he's going to win the MVP this year. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you're going to beat Mahomes, your quarterback has to play to his level or above it. Your quarterback can't play below the level. You're not going in there with a running game to beat Mahomes. Your quarterback is going to have to make critical plays at critical moments. And, and, and that's going to be the key. You're going to get 12 possessions. You can't have six possessions that are empty. Field position is almost not really a, 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 a criteria in the game because he can change field position with one or two throws. And he spreads the ball around. And his ability to escape and move the defense with his movement. He's not a runner, but yet his feet allow him to make critical plays, whether it's on third down, whether it's on, on, on down and distance. I mean, he averages, you know, he averages just, you know, per game, he averages just slightly under four, four rushes per game, but all of them matter. All of them matter, and all of them usually get first downs or they get touchdowns, and they keep the chains going, and I think that's ultimately what makes him so good. And that's why he's so damn good in the red zone because they've got some creativity within their offense, and then when he moves and separates the defense because they're reacting to him, he, he makes a throw, whether it's an underhand throw, whether it's an overhand throw, whether it's a, a no-look throw, he's got every throw in the book. Can't really make sense of it, but Mahomes does perform better ATS-wise against the spread away from home. At home in his career, he's 22-24-1 ATS. Again, don't know how to make sense of that. Of course, they're big-time favorites as they've been favorite uh, in favorites for a long time. Okay, rounding out your top eight. San Francisco's two but, but on your power But let me just say this about the Chiefs. The one thing I think about the Chiefs when it comes to covering, you know, Bucker has not had a great year. He has not. You know, he has not been a very good 50-plus field goal kicker. He's 3-for-7 in that area. He's a 75%. He's missed three extra points. So, you know, when, you're, when you get into that, you're not, if Mahomes doesn't turn it over and Bucker misses a field goal, that's your turnover, and you've got to take advantage of it. And there was a moment where Bucker was more reliable than he was this year. He has not been the same player. Absolutely. Just finish off running down the top eight teams. Of course, Kansas City, San Francisco, Philly three, Buffalo four, Dallas five, Cincinnati six, and then rounding out the 150 to one dogs coming into the year, of course, or odds, long odds, Jacksonville and the Giants sitting eight. Okay, let's transfer over yeah, to I'm, your, go ahead. Well, I mean, let me, let me just say that I want to talk about San Francisco and that why they're, you know, I love San Francisco. I do. I love Kyle Shanahan, how he calls the game. I love everything about what they do, but I think what we're seeing here more than anything is that their offense is what generates their defensive skill. So when they get the lead, like Philadelphia, when the two teams that, that are the two best teams in the NFC play the same way, although differently, they play from in front. They play the West Coast philosophy, which is we are going to score early to get the lead, and we are going to rush the passer when we have the lead. And all this conversation that, that San Francisco's this unbelievable defense that, you know, they can't, you know, nobody can move the ball on them, and they're the Baltimore Ravens-ish is not really true. It's not, it's, not, it's not even close to being true. I mean, in the four playoff games that Baltimore had, they scored a combined, the, the team scored a combined 23 points. In four playoff games, the Baltimore Ravens allowed 23 points. 
in the four playoff games, the Baltimore defense, you know, in three of them, total, they allowed under 200 yards. So it's a completely different. But Baltimore's defense carried Baltimore's offense. San Francisco's offense allows their defense to play at a certain level, and that's why they're so good. That's why Philly's so good. Good stuff. VEASAN pros get the Lombardi look-ahead on Friday. Let's go ahead and take from the look-ahead. You had Michael Lombardi's top five quarterbacks. There's maybe a surprise here. Mahomes, not a surprise at one. Joe Burrow, two. Jalen Hurts on your list is three. Here's where it gets surprising. You've got Trevor Lawrence at four over Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, I just think Josh, to me, I, I move Josh Allen slightly down only because, to me, Josh Allen is more effective when he's the six-back offense. Josh Allen, in, when he's not running and carrying the football, he's not the same player, and he's prone to turn it over. Now, you say Lawrence turned it over in the first half. Yeah, he did. He did. There's no doubt about that. But he brought him back in the second half, and he made critical throws. But if he plays like he did against Tennessee in Tennessee this year or against Dallas at home, you know, that's what's going to separate him. Allen has to. Allen has to run the ball. He has to be part of the six-back offense. He's too inconsistent with some of his throws. He'll miss a throw here. You know, we, he had accuracy issues coming out of college, and they've improved. But there are times when he'll lose the strike zone. There are times. And when he loses the strike zone combined with his turnovers, you, you get a really talented player that doesn't play talented during the game consistently. So I think that's why. Look, he could move up. He's never going to move down. I mean, he's always going to have the Bills where they are because he's so talented. But if he doesn't stop turning this ball over, they're going to lose one of these games, and they're really going to be a problem. Yeah. You, you, you nailed it. Josh Allen's been reckless this year. How about Trevor Lawrence? I'm sure you've seen this stat. He is 37-0 and on Saturdays in his lifetime. 2-0 <laughs> in the NFL, 32-0 and in college, and 3-0 and in high school. So given that, you have to take the 9-9.5 with Trevor Lawrence today at Kansas City. No? Yeah, I, I think you kind of have to do. I mean, like I said, I mean, it, for me, it's an easy one. I had this as a 4.47 game. And I know the Chiefs are really good, and I know the Chiefs will come out storming. But to me, I think, to me, I, I think Jacksonville, I think Peterson knows how to play the game. I, and I think the, what he showed me in the first game was he understands what it's going to take. The execution wasn't good, but the, the theory, the game theory was excellent. What do you attribute Peterson's success in the postseason, specifically as a dog? He's 6-0 ATS. He's 5-1 outright as a playoff dog. He gets his team ready to go here. Well, I think he gets the quarterback ready to go. I mean, when he won with Nick Foles, Foles, they, they changed the offense to where it, it suited Nick Foles. And, you know, they made it up in, in the Super Bowl win. I mean, you know, neither team stopped one another. I mean, other than Brendan Graham getting the turnover on Tom Brady, or else, you know, the, the, the Patriots are going to go down and score in that game and probably win that game. But they didn't, and the Eagles did, and they deserved to win the game. So I, I think that's a lot of it. He's coached the quarterback. I, I think he's he's done a better job this year to me, and I was very critical of him. He's done a very better he's done a better job of managing the game and stop being reckless on fourth down. Now, I think today he's going to have to be a little bit uh, uh, aggressive. And I don't trust his kicker, Riley Patterson. I don't trust him. He missed two kicks there last time. Okay, so we know the dismal first half for Lawrence and the Jags last week. How about this? In the second half, Lawrence and the Jags, they're 9-1 ATS over their last 10 against the second half spread. So second half team there with the Jags. We got Howard Eskin from Philly. We're going to go New York Daily News and Pat Leonard with the Giants next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville. Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, when you become a VEASAN Pro, remember you get the Pro Tools. I always tell you the most popular Pro Tool are the betting splits, money and bets for every game, updated every 10 minutes straight from DraftKings, today's games, and future events. Remember, just go check it out, VEASAN.com slash subscribe to become a VEASAN Pro and get those betting splits. Okay, Pat Leonard, of course, has covered the Giants for the New York Daily News for a long time. Talking Ball with Pat Leonard is the podcast. You can find him on Twitter, P. Leonard, N-Y-D-N. Love talking to Pat. And just like we drew it up at the beginning of the year before the season started, right? Ten wins, postseason, divisional round. That's exactly where you had the Giants. No doubt. With a chance to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, despite losing twice head-to-head, despite getting blown out at home, a feeling just in New York, in Philadelphia, of nervousness on the Eagles' side. Not the players, but from a fan standpoint, I think. Is Jalen Hurts' shoulder healthy? Is he going to play his own game? Because one thing that Brian Dable has shown is he can coach each week to the specific opponent and coach a winning formula. And so the Eagles are the more talented team. There's no question about it. But the Giants have a chance. And you're right, Patrick. Back in September, August, if you told me that the Giants offense was going to get the Vikings defensive coordinator fired in the playoffs, (laughs) man, I'd be shaking my head. Pat, love the sweatshirt. My man's an Ocean City guy, comes here every summer, so I appreciate the, the love <laughs> the town gets. I mean, we got to have it, you know. I mean, Bill Berman, the mayor of the town, will certainly thank you too. Uh, I want to go to this week at practice. I mean, you got the sense that there was this confidence. I didn't see the practice. I watched some of the clips on YouTube. But there's there seems to be like this unbelievable confidence permeating through the Giants team that you, you wouldn't think would be there knowing – that we got to play the Eagles. Like, oh, my God, we, we, they got killed by them at home. Did you get that sense as well? Yeah, for sure. That, that's a good point. And I think all season, you know, I, the, the idea that the Giants are, are they playing with house money? Uh, are they dispelling any notions of what they were going to be? They didn't really play into that. They didn't really like that, hearing that. But this was the first time, Michael, where they looked like a team that is well aware they're playing with house money. And they looked as loose as a team that really is feeling no pressure because they know all the pressure is on the Eagles, the number one seed coming off the bye, just because of how low the expectations were for the Giants coming in. They they expressed it in their dancing at practice. They expressed it in the locker room. I mean, Jalen Smith talking about how much joy he's having playing on this team. Uh, Matt Breda telling me that Brian Dable lets players be themselves, and that allows them to play free and also kind of brings it out of them in these tense moments. So if the if the Giants lose this game, you're absolutely right. It will not be because they have tensed up or because they are nervous or because they are concerned or intimidated. They are absolutely as loose as you could be going into not only a big game, but a game against a team that beat them so badly in early December. The Giants were admitting after that game that the Eagles were the far superior team, and yet here they are looking like they're not afraid to take them on again. 
Pat Leonard, New York Daily News, and here they are, led by a quarterback in Daniel Jones. I'll just say this. He was one of the players dancing at practice, as you mentioned, Pat. I hope I hope Daniel Jones has a strong sense of self-security because when Kafka or Dayball have been asked about his performance against Minnesota, they said, yeah, he was fine. He was good. He was good. Like he, he They kind of gloss over the fact that he has played really well. Yeah, well said. And it almost makes me think, even going back to the beginning of the year with Joe Shane, the GM, refusing to say anything glowing about Daniel Jones, the person or the player. It almost sounds like a team trying to stamp down a guy's value going into a contract negotiation. The problem is ownership has already you know, sent themselves over the moon over this guy, not only before the year, but John Mara and Steve Tisch talking in the locker room after the win over Minnesota about how they found their guy about how great Daniel is, about how they think of the world of him. So whatever the coaches want to do in kind of keeping the expectations and the praise low, ownership's going to be signing the checks, and we already know what they think. Yeah, that's true. They can't wait to pay Daniel Jones. It kind of justifies their draft pick. But I think they have to be careful because you pay Daniel Jones too much, it hurts your team. They still have a lot of holes on their team. But let's go back to the mindset this weekend, the tonight. You know, one thing I know, Dayball, he's, you know, he's learned from some of the greats and obviously highly influenced by Belichick. Do you get a sense there's going to be some trickery in their game plan? Because I get the feeling that you're going to see them take chances that typically they haven't taken during the season. I think there's a fair possibility. I mean, you saw them uh, late in the season against the Eagles actually put some strange uncommon first-time special teams plays on tape, a fake field goal, an onsides kick. Uh, they did that on purpose in a game where they were sitting the rest of their starters. They did it you know, for the Vikings to look at and study, to give them something extra to look at, but also knowing that they might face the Eagles again. And I think particularly, Michael, we've seen them go so pass-heavy in their offense now and put it on Daniel Jones's back. And Saquon Barkley's been more of – uh, a decoy, a man in motion. He'll run out for what looks like a swing pass out to the outside, but really it's just a simple handoff to Matt Breda up the middle, opens up some lanes, he gets five, six yards. I think you're going to start seeing Saquon no longer be a deep decoy and go back to getting the ball in some of those tricky spots as a man in motion, as a receiver lined up in the slot. You know, Kafka and Dable, you said it, uh, they they will save things. They know what works, and they will save things even that they might have thought would work in Week 18 for a game like this. Uh, that That is the thing that I woke up this morning thinking, as much as I believe the Eagles um, are the better team, there's just something in the back of your mind that tells you not to count the Giants out, especially because of their coaching, potentially coaching advantage that they have. And when we woke up this morning, Pat Leonard joining us, it was 7.5. Philly's getting bet, Pat. They're up to 8 at a bunch of shops now. Surprised to see Philly jumping up to eight here? I'm guessing not. You know, that that is interesting to me because I know money was coming in both ways earlier in the week, uh, big money. And I think the reason is because at least the word coming out of Philadelphia and the Eagles beat and writers who cover that team is that Jalen Hurts is okay. And I really think it comes down to that. You know, I agree with the sentiment that if his shoulder is healthy and if he can put his head down and run and take contact – and be no worse for wear, then the Giants are just going to have a hard time not only winning but covering. So it doesn't surprise me, but I, I do think it's about whether, whether that information is accurate or not, we'll see. But I think it's about some of that information trickling out that people think that he's ready to, ready to go. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're going to try to show early in the game. I mean, I'm going to use my crystal ball. I think early in the game they're going to try to show Martindale and the Giants staff that, hey, he's healthy. You better defend the run every play. And I think that the Giants are going to do some form of trickery, whether it's the you know unbalanced look where you're throwing the ball to the tight end, which is really a tackle or something, because they're going to try to capture the moment and, and, and figure out a way to play from in front. You know, they played this game once from behind. It didn't work. They're going to need to play it from in front, not by, you know, hey, 24 to nothing or that. They know that's not going to happen, but they got to be able to play from in front a little bit because then it puts the pressure on Philly. And as you said, Pat, I think the Eagles fans are expecting this to be a blowout. I think if the line was 35, Eagle fans would still bet it. If the, if the <laughs> Giants kick off to open this game and open with an onsides kick, I am screaming your name from the rooftops on calling this. Because I think you're right, though. I think that 
the Eagles getting in front spells doom for the Giants. And also, that Vikings game, Kevin O'Connell played right into Wink Martindale's hands, especially by throwing the ball on third and short, fourth and short. I mean, they're running a trick play tied 7-7 in the first quarter on a throwback to Kirk Cousins on like third and one or third and two. Yeah, I think the Eagles, I agree with you, they're just going to run the ball straight at the Giants early on with Hurts, with Miles Sanders, maybe with the giant killer Boston Scott until the Giants stop it. Yeah, okay. and, and, you know, I, I do think this, too. I, I think that Kevin O'Connell, you know, the one thing that's different from last week to this week, w- w- Martindale was in a seven-defensive back front, and Kevin O'Connell refused to call runs. He refused it. He just kept throwing it. That's not going to happen this weekend. Absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah, the, and the, the Giants are going to have to adjust schematically as well. Uh, Dory Jackson did very well on Justin Jefferson. They bracketed him. Uh, but their strategy, like you said, because the personnel is going to have to change to handle the run, the strategy in handling the receivers, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, is going to have to change as well on the back end. Quiet confidence. That's what I'm hearing from Pat Leonard. You're around this team more than anybody. It does seem like you have some quiet confidence with this Giants team headed to Philly. No? I think the, I think the Eagles win, and I think they have a good chance to cover. I just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. I would say this: in early December, when the Giants told us and me to my face that they were a way inferior team to the Eagles and we're not where we need to be, I kind of right then and there said, "Well, if they meet again, I mean, that's not happening." So I don't doubt them, I guess, as much as I did uh, back then. But I, I, I think the Eagles cover, or they're up ten and the Giants kind of backdoor cover. But I do think the Eagles win the game. Perfect. P. Leonard, Great. NYDN, New York Daily News. Well, you got the Ocean City shirt on, so next it. time you're gotta in Ocean it. City, bring my guy on, Michael Lombardi, on Talking he's Ball He's been here podcast. before. He's been in the office. He's been in the office. He's paid okay. his respects to the mayor. I mean, he's done it all. A we slice gotta... of mango and mancos, man. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> okay. yeah, that's right. <laughs> there, Need some of that is, today. Pat. Enjoy the game today, Pat. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. See you. Okay. Pat Leonard, thank you very much from Pat to Thomas Gable out at the Borgata next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, which is featuring a fresh new redesign. So make sure you check it out. You can also use those BetMGM reward points for dining shows, hotel rooms. It's a great deal. It's the best loyalty program in the game. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. We're back. Lombardi line on a Saturday, special Saturday, doubleheader with divisional football, of course, division round in the postseason. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. We head out to the Borgata and say hi to our partner. He runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Of course, Thomas Gable, did you say goodbye to our buddy Howard Eskin as he was leaving the building? I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to him. I said hello to him when I was walking in, though, and uh, uh, always great to to hear Howard uh, going off on the Sixers and, and Embiid, and hopefully uh, him and Michael got the bond <laughs> over that this morning. Yes. 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 Well, we... <laughs> We, you know, we did. We had. A, we didn't talk about Glenn. We didn't talk about Glenn, but we talked about okay. that. And you know, we didn't mention that Isaiah Joe, Joe I think, was scored 23 points last night. Was seven of 12 from the three-point line. But you know, he couldn't play for us because Glenn refused to play young players. We didn't get down that road, but we'll get there eventually. I'm not bitter. <laughs> there isn't much. To com- bitter, there really Patrick. isn't much to complain about in Sixers land right now. There, there is. Oh, I could find. Oh, I could find. I could find a lot. Yeah. If you, if you, if you heard the off-air conversation between Michael Lombardi and Howard Eskin. They haven't won a game this year, okay? Just, just <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Sure. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> just a note. <laughs> um, busy but day. But we're fans. Busy, yeah, but they're fans, and that's yeah. we love the passion. Uh, busy yeah. day. Uh, close to 150 games of college hoops, and you've got the two big games in the NFL. This is going to be nuts over there at the Borgata today. And UFC. UFC pay-per-view tonight right. as well. So, yeah, it's... Uh, Today is going to be uh, just a, a monster of an evening for us here with uh, the crowd that we're expecting. Uh, and obviously these two fan bases don't always play nice uh, with between the Giants and the Eagles. So uh, it, it's going to be a little uh, combustible here tonight, I think. But uh, we'll, uh, it, it'll be interesting and entertaining nonetheless. 
You know, it's funny, Patrick. I think it, if you've ever, when you come back to the Borgata, it, it is a New York and Philly book, you know. So I think TG is going to have to do a good job of putting the Eagle fans on one side and yeah. Giant fans on the other because it could be very combustible, especially they have these giant crafts of beer, you know. And with this game starting uh -oh. at 8.15, it, it, it could get a little. There's going to have to be a lot of security in that building, and it's not going to be Barney Fife coming over either. I can we're, tell you we're, that. We're, uh, we're opening the nightclub late tonight so because all the bouncers will be in here uh for, for crowd control <laughs> I, was but, gonna no, I, I, I was gonna say the, the the nfl didn't really do a whole lot of uh planning in, in terms of putting this eagles game on at 8 15 on a saturday night i mean that gives philadelphia 12 hours of drinking time to prepare so it, no it's uh I, I know they were out at the stadium district already this morning at, at probably 8 a.m so have you have you moved to eight on the game? Philly hosting the Giants. We'll start with the late game tonight. Yep. Have you moved from seven and a half to eight? Yes, we we are sitting eight right now in, in this game. And uh, you know, a lot of people, if you're a Philly backer, everybody's saying, "Well, why is it only eight? Because um, when you look at these two teams on paper, obviously Philadelphia is a much better team. They're a much more talented team, basically at every position, I, possibly with the exception of running back, uh, but Everywhere else, Philly is the better team. Uh, they're more talented, and you know I think the the offensive line and the defensive line for Philadelphia absolutely have the chance to dominate this game. And, and um, the Eagles, in most people's minds, should be a double-digit favorite if you if uh, at least people around these parts here. But um, the Giants are taking money, at least here. Uh, it's a pretty evenly bet game, and I think it's going to continue to be just because of who we attract here. I mean, we, we attract, obviously, a lot of New Yorkers and, and a lot of uh, Philadelphians. So uh, it, it's going to be a very evenly bet game, very, very uh, heavily bet game. Uh, I mean, going through the week, this game here was you, you were doing about five times the business on this game as you were the other three uh, NFL playoff games. So... Uh, this one has all the attention. Obviously, both fan bases are pumped up for it. Uh, but I think what uh, what when we look at these two teams, Brian Dable has managed to get the most out of his team, and he's done, I, in my opinion, he's done a tremendous job this year. Not many people expected the Giants to be in this position in year one of his tenure uh, to be in the divisional playoff round, and uh, and Dable has is I think the reason that they are here. Uh, he has been able to scheme to his team's strengths and, and max out those strengths. They don't have the same strengths that the Philadelphia Eagles do, but uh, I think Dable could very well be the, the difference maker here in if the Giants can cover this number. Obviously, it would be a big upset if the Giants uh, could win this game outright, but I think a lot of people uh, here are at least counting on the Giants to be able to, to keep it within the number. Yeah, I mean, I think his goal has got to be, I got to get this game into the fourth quarter close. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the show, Chris Russo on Mad Dog Radio yesterday said that, you know, watch these Eagle fans start to panic if it's close going into the fourth quarter. I, I think that's true in the stadium, and I think it's going to be true on the sidelines because I think they're not used to this, right? I think they feel like their, their dominance can take over. And when you watch the first game, yeah, they did dominate, but there was a lot of things that the Giants did poorly in the game that I think they can correct now. But I, I, how much teaser action are you getting on these first two games with these giant spreads, Thomas? Right. So this is uh, this is the other kind of talking point throughout this week has been the, the teaser action that we've seen on the two games that are scheduled for today. And where those lines opened up, Eagles opened up seven and a half here, and we, we opened the, uh, the Chiefs nine, but that dipped down to eight and a half. And when that number was at eight, eight and a half, you know, obviously very popular teaser play, not just here, but across the country, uh, where t people are teasing the Chiefs and the Eagles down. So now what you've seen really uh, started yesterday and into the day, um, you're starting to see some teaser protection uh we'll say creep in here so the Chiefs now nine and a half point favorites uh, obviously you're not going to be able to tease six points now down through that key number of three and uh, the Eagles here obviously have also crept up so um, yeah there is going to be a lot of teaser liability out there not just here for probably any sports book in the country this is the most popular bet that you're going to see out there today was that six point teaser uh, but 
the the Chiefs number, obviously, where it's at now at nine and a half, you're, you're not going to be able to get through that key number of three. Yeah. And, and, no. it, and uh, Patrick, real quick, nobody, it's interesting, nobody teases up. Nobody takes Jacksonville and takes 16 and a half. Like, why is that not an option? Like, nobody takes the Giants up to 14. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Professional betters do. We know, Thomas, you know that. Professional betters yep. will go up with their teases. They will. They will. But even I've seen a lot of pros who are saying that they're going to uh, tease the, the Chiefs and Eagles uh, this week. And I think with both of these offenses, uh, with Kansas City and Philadelphia, I mean, they both have obviously the ability to, to really put it on an opponent. Um, so... Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen many teasers come through teasing up the Jags and teasing up the Giants, but uh, it, you know the day is young. We could see yeah. them, especially now. We, especially now, nine and a half. I mean, uh, so I, I mean, you might see some uh, some Jaguars getting teased up there. Teasing Kansas City from nine and a half down to three and a half, just just as a note, defies yep. any type of gambling logic involved. Right. Just to be just to be clear, Cincinnati Buffalo, are you up to six, or are you sitting Buffalo laying five and a half? Uh, we we just went to six this morning, and mm. uh, you know it's this game. It's interesting because we we opened it at at four, and at four and a half, and I think the the, the more respected players came in and and laid that number early with Buffalo, and you know the, obviously the issue there with the Bengals is going to be on the offensive line. Uh, when you're missing three key pieces of an offensive line, that's a big deal. And yes, Joe Burrow got to the Super Bowl last year with a very shaky offensive line, uh, was running for his life on a lot of games, but. Uh, you know, missing three three big pieces there, I, I think is just it, it's going to be a lot to overcome, and I, that's why I think you saw a lot of the early Bills money. Okay, TG. Before we say goodbye, quickly on San Francisco, are you laying four with Dallas in town? We, we are. We're laying four, and uh, again, uh, ticket count and money is uh, pretty even right now on that game. Uh, so th that one's, uh, I, I know it's going to be a very popular game out there uh, where you are in, in Vegas. Um, so, uh, but right now, pretty evenly bet game here. Okay. Well, plenty more on Cincy, Buffalo, Dallas, San Francisco tomorrow with you, Thomas, live from the Borgata. Thank you and enjoy Thank your you, day. And, and, awesome. And Appreciate you. Good luck bouncing. Good luck bouncing today. I'm yeah. sure you're probably <laughs> yes. going to be in the mix yeah. as well, no? <laughs> Good luck to you as... Giants and Eagles fans invade the Borgata. When we come back, it's a short board, but we're going to run it. Michael Lombardi's plays on the divisional round next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, great opportunity to tell you about our introductory offer. Again, we've added, and Michael Lombardi, you know this, we've added, what, over 300, over 350 radio affiliates over the past couple of weeks. So we welcome you to the family along with Nesson and Marquis and Masson. It's been awesome over the past few years as we've watched the audience grow. Right now, $9.99 introductory offer. I often mention the Lombardi Look Ahead. That's exclusive for VEASAN pros, including the betting guides, pro tools, pro picks, everything. I just was looking earlier today. Uh, Bill AD sent over the, the picks from hosts and guests. I think there were something like 70 picks. So have your have fun with that and, and, take, a, and take a look. It's only $9.99 right now, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we welcome no you back here. No As so many college basketball games. I mean, why, my Lord, there's so many college basketball games out there. And, you know, we spend so much time talking about football and the NFL, rightly so. But the college season is heating up. And, you know, and you gotta, you're going to have to use somebody else's expertise to get it. And Thomas Gable, Mike Somich, I mean, those guys have done a really good job. Yeah. Greg Hoops-Peterson, I mean, that guy's amazing. You know, he's able to find out. I listened to him talk, and I'm like, whoa, where'd this guy come from? He's from another planet. <laughs> yeah, he. I listened to him talk, and I think another planet as well. But he does a great job with the college hoops. And you no just doubt. mentioned it. Samich just sent over a pick for VEASAN pros, and so did um, Gable with the picks. Michael, all kidding aside, with the basketball, and again, we're in league play, but you got 150 games today, thereabouts. That goes back to what you do with football. Sometimes the Hall and Oates place. You have to. You cannot cap 150 yeah. games. You got to. You there, you have to immediately start eliminating and really start to focus because it, it takes up a lot of your day to cap uh, five games to say the least. Yeah, I I think if if you even in the NFL, I I think what you have to do in the NFL is really know eight, nine, ten teams. I mean, you have to almost approach NFL handicapping as if if you were a pro personnel director in the NFL where you're studying your team, but you're also studying your opponent and who's ever on your schedule, you really know very well. And there'll be some teams that you're not playing out of conference or, you know, that you're not because of where you finished that you don't know as well. Exactly. And if you stay in your, I really know this team lane really well, you can, you can do some damage. But if you try to get outside your lane, and especially in college basketball, college football, you're prone to mistakes. Because even when you know, even when you know something, you know, when you feel really good about a team and you feel like, okay, this you still could lose because that ball bounces in such a unique direction that you've got to be careful. So I think it's really about minimizing risk. And that's why yep. when you listen to Peterson or Samich or Thomas Gable and all the guys we have here at the network, it kind of helps you. In specialization, you talked about minimizing the risk. My, my mentor growing up, he was a professional better, and he used to say, Mountain West, kid, Mountain West. And I was like, what? Mountain West? He's like, college football, college basketball, just bet the Mountain West. And that's specialization, yeah. where you get to know a conference, you get to know the ins and outs, the rhythms of the conference and those teams, and it really can be helpful. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to it. It's an awesome day. I know you're excited to turn the volume all the way up on your TV today and hear the breakdowns yeah, of these. I have games. to. I got you know. I got you know. You know who's in the house? She says, <laughs> "Can we have the, the sound on, please?" <laughs> no. You know, I should tape that and play that. Can we have the sound on, please? I don't hear sound. I mean, then okay, we'll get it on for you. Don't worry. Here it comes. You I know, just picture and, you know. sitting there with the ear with the earmuffs on the the, the volume blockers. Oh, well, and Millie. I only need one earmuff. I can only hear out of one ear, so I can you know I can only I only need to block one out so but and then you know i gotta make it louder so and then i then i get angry and aggravated when i hear something but look i think it'll be a hey, fun she's day dealt, today. She, she's dealt with it before she knows she knows what's going and by the way happy belated earlier this week millie yeah of course with her birthday. it's still going on patrick it's still going on the, yeah, don't worry it's it's, still it's it's called the month of january that's what millie's exactly birthday right. is uh, exactly jacksonville right. kansas city michael so 
Again, and you did a good job explaining the teaser protection. Remember, standard teases are six. So right now we're sitting nine and a half with Kansas City. You tease that down, that's three and a half. That's a no-go. But I'll, I'll just tell you, it's nine and a half with Kansas City, and the total is 53. You know, what I would probably like to do is I would probably tease both these games in the, in the Saturday window up. I would tease there them up. Go. I would get the Giants up to 14 because there's eights out there all over the place. And I and I would get the and I would get the Jaguars up to fifteen and a half, you know. And so, like, I feel like those two numbers would really serve me well. I would lean towards taking Jacksonville and the nine and a half. I see nine and a halfs out there, uh, all over the place, especially at, you know at circuits nine and a half. I think to me. Look, Mahomes is great, and I think the Chiefs will win, and I think the Chiefs will will stay completely in control. But nine and a half is a lot of points, and I think that the one thing the Jaguars will do is I think they'll try to, you know, they'll keep trying to keep it close, keep it going, and they can make some plays against the secondary of the Chiefs if they block them up front, and they can. And so Lawrence, I think, will play well, and I think if he can do that. Look, the teams that give the Chiefs the most trouble are teams with really good quarterbacking play, and receivers that can win one-on-one on the outside. And they're going to have to play better defensively, but the game's going to be somewhere in the 20s. If the Chiefs score 31, you know, I kind of think that the the, the the Jaguars can score 24. So I think that's the point. But I really like the two-team teaser of taking, of taking Jacksonville higher and taking the Giants higher and feel protected in both those plays. So that those Another- two would be – my official plays, if you will, the two-team teaser between the, the dogs today and getting a Meyer. Okay, what I love about that is, first off, you're getting Jacksonville at 15.5, but remember, with Michael's tease, Philly's gone to 8, so you're getting that key number of 14 with the Giants right. to go up 6. So I, That's it, right. Whereas your, your it makes sense. If you went to 13.5, it's not like really good enough. Ex- you know? ex- 100%. You're cutting down on the it's probability. It's like Eskin said. Like Eskin said earlier in the show, what's, what good is 27? You know, it's, you're, you, you know, you're not going to be able to do that. So especially, it's funny, for a guy like Staley who spent his whole life with, with trying to be this analytical and go for it all the time, when he got in that situation, he didn't. I mean, that's the thing that makes you crazy about Staley is he doesn't even know who he is. One minute he's an analytical guy, he's going for it all the time. The next minute he's not. Like, who are you? The ghost of Brandon Staley. What I love about Brandon Staley is a couple of years ago, nobody knew who he was. Now he's not involved in Divisional Weekend, but we talk about him on Divisional Weekend. That is it's the because ghost he's of Brandon. Left, because his game management is worth it's discussing. Disaster. You know, Look, I think Peterson today has got to be really aggressive. I, I, I'm not going to complain if he goes for it on fourth down. You know, now I, I, if it was at his own 20, I would. But, I mean, it, it's somewhere in that midfield. And I think he's got to really guard against his kicker. I think his kicker is not reliable. He missed two kicks there before, which worries you. And so I would think he's if he's got to have a huge fourth down volume play sheet this weekend. You know, and I, and I think that that's what, what he needs to do. So... I would I would suggest that you know because he's got he knows he can't have six empty possessions out of eleven he's never going to win this game he's never going to win this game totals aren't your favorite over unders not your favorite but just taking a quick glance at the Giants and Eagles does forty eight seem high to you I'll ask you that way all right so you know how I always like to do this so if forty eight's the number one team scores twenty seven the other team scores what. You know, 24, that's that, that's 51, you know. So, you know, I, do I think that the Eagles will score in the 20s? Yeah. Do I think the Giants would? Yeah, the weather's not going to be a factor. I think the Giants can move the ball on them. I, I think that over really, now it's ticked down a little bit, but I think the over would be, I think it's going to go over. I think the okay. Eagles' Good. mentality in this game is not to stop. I think they're going to try to keep scoring, worrying about the Giants. And once they get control of the game, then I think they'll run the clock out. If you just want to focus on the team totals, Michael, I'll give them to you. The Giants team total is set at 20. So, again, you can just bet whether the Giants score over or under 20 points, and the Eagles team total is set at 27.5. So you were kind of right on that number with the Eagles. Right. I, I think, the, you know, I, I think the – look, I think in playoff football, because I think both teams will try to run the ball, both teams will try – and Dayball has to reduce the game. So to me, if you're playing the Giants and taking the eight or like me, teasing it up to 14, you might want to play the under because for them to win or stay close, they've got to slow the pace of the game down. 
They don't want to get, and not that the Eagles are going to play a track meet, but the, remember, the formula to beat Philadelphia was the formula Washington used. Convert third downs, keep the ball, make them play from behind a little bit in the game and force the pressure on them, not the pressure on you. Okay. The, the, game, the first game kicks off at 4.30 your time, so plenty of time for you to go home and cook brunch and get the uh, honeydew chores done, okay? There's plenty yeah. of time oh, for I'll, you. I'll, you know I'm going to take care of all those. That Those are easy. I, you know, I mean, I can't wait to get on those. I get my tool belt on, Patrick, and I'm ready to go. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I trust me. I know. Howard Askin, thank you. Carl Johnson, Pat Leonard, Thomas Gable, uh, awesome guest today. More guests coming up tomorrow. Good job, Elliot. Thanks, Elliot. Michael. I mean, Elliot, the booking – I mean, Elliot's like, you know, the booking agent of all time. He's like running Motown over there. He's booking everybody. He's doing good. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Followed the 0-16 Lions, but he's he's coming through. Uh, Michael, uh, <laughs> sorry, Michael, Michael uh, 30 seconds. I'm going to give it to you on the way out. I think expect the unexpected today. I think, it, you know, that stat Ooh. about the first number one seeds, 34% cover, I think we'll have good games. There it is. I like that. Teasing both of them up, going the other way. Michael Lombardi, enjoy your day. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Have a good day. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.